Yo, you there? I'm here, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Welcome to the League Podcast. We'll be on a new format. I hope this works. Kevin found out a new way to get our podcast over here on the Apple iTunes. And I'm hope I'm hoping it comes in clear, hoping it comes in HD. I'm drinking some doers. I hope uh hope Kevin over there has a a, a, a fucking can of Miller Light. You got a can of Miller Light over there or what? I, I I got something brewing, but it ain't Miller Light. <laughs> okay, okay. Welcome to the League Podcast. We have the Oracle Chris Pyers over here. Troll back Thursday. Kevin, we over here trying to get a podcast in by 1 a.m. We over here late night, and uh, let's get the ball rolling. So, well, we already have one week in the books. I'm over here at the top of the league, 1 and 0. I dropped 197, almost cracked 100 last week. Can you believe that? I don't even know how many. You know how many times someone's cracked 200 in this league? It's got to be less than 10. It's that was a that was a pretty impressive week one. I gotta say, less than 10. I'm thinking less than like three. It's I can't even think. I can't remember a time anybody dropped 200. I think Evan dropped it once. I I think Pete in the year that he. Just lost to me in the in the championship. He dropped two hundred actually a couple times, and then like Nick did it maybe two years ago. Get the fuck out of here! Really? Okay, it's got to be less than five. Oh, two hundred is an impressive number. It is. I had a ton of guys go off, and uh, I, I honestly, this might be my biggest week. I can't see myself doing it again, but I do have a dope ass team uh, behind me. Is NU's finest third Balstradamus. Tebow's before hoes, Chili Sucks, then you dropping in over there in the middle of the pack. Scott Bean Machines at seven, Hogan's Heroes at eight, Ball Sun at nine, Pete over there at 10, Travi at 11, and Just Win Baby at 12. We had a pretty, uh, we had some pretty close matchups week one, and it starts with your matchup against Pete. So honestly, I wasn't even following you guys' matchup. I just looked at it the next day, and I was like, what the fuck happened? So can you just tell me what happened between you you and Pete there? So I had no business winning that game after uh, some pretty pretty dud performances from Matt Ryan, uh, lower-than-expected totals from Christian McCaffrey and David Johnson. Yep, yep. But we went into Monday night. I had had about a 20-point lead. He had uh, Jordy Nelson. The Rams defense and somebody else to go. I can't remember. But yeah, three three. They guys all put up go. duds. So wait, did you have anybody on I had, Monday night? I had Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Did Cooper. he drop a TD? He dropped a TD. Five catches and, and a touchdown. And you beat Peter by a was it a point and a half? What Not even. I think it? It, yeah, it might have dropped to might have dropped to a point and a half, but it was less than a point when the when the game actually ended. That is fucking nuts. What a game. Oh, he had Jared Goff. He had Jared Goff. That was the other guy. Oh, he had Jared Goff? Yep. Oh, he had himself a game, didn't he? He did. He had uh, 16 points. So, for a QB2, that's not too bad. Yeah. And then the second close matchup here, and again, I wasn't following it. Um, Bows beat Ryan by, looks like, less than almost less than five points. So, when I'm looking at this, Bows had Tyreek Hill go off, Saquon Barkley, Phillip Rivers, and Melvin Gordon. But it looks like Ryan – what? Ryan dropped 150 himself, 
and he was hanging in there with him. So it looks like Tyreek Hill with a forty point blow up really just edged him there. I don't know. I, I don't know if anybody had anybody on Monday night. No, uh not really, no. It was it was pretty so, well in, in the books. He um yep. Ballas had Marshawn Lynch. Let's see who else. Yeah, that was oh, real that was really it for Monday yep. night. And and Lynch put up twelve. I think that's probably his best performance see all year. Touchdown yeah, of 40, 41 receiving yards. Yep. I, I'm, not a big, yards. Uh, I'm not a big uh Lynch fucking I don't have I don't have Lynch in any of my leagues. No. no shares of Lynch. I don't like him at all this year. I don't like Oakland as an offense at all this year. I have zero Oakland. Me too. So um Let's go into let's get into the injury reports here and see Ooh. what what went down because a lot went down after week one as far as injuries, um, and uh, it looks like before you would say that news dropped this evening that Gordon is getting dropped on fucking Cleveland Brown on the Cleveland Browns. Josh Gordon, yeah. big pill hit himself. I think it's more likely he gets traded by Monday than he gets mm. cut. Um, you think so? You think someone's gonna want that dude? So here's the thing with Josh Gordon, right? He's a base head. He's a base head. However, he is a top flight, top talent wide receiver that makes less than a million dollars a year and is a restricted free agent last year. So whoever trades for him gets a cheap top flight wide receiver with an option for next year. So they have control. What do you think over... he's going to go for? Fourth round draft pick? Ooh. Um, I don't over know if I. I gotta say under. I don't. I don't think. I, I think it'll be fifth or sixth. Maybe a conditional fifth. Uh, it's tough. I mean, it's it's a big risk. But hey, pa- Panthers would drop a sixth pick on you know sixth round oh, draft pick on them. Hundred percent. I think you know Dallas Cowboys, New England Patriots. You, you know, there's a few teams in the running that I think could could take a shot at them because there's. I mean, it's a risk that you maybe waste a draft pick, but. With the guy's talent, if you if you even get three, four good games out of him before he gets you know tossed worth in the it. league for good, it's worth it. Yep, it, it definitely is worth it for another team. But I hear where the Browns are going. I, oh yeah, I, this dude's showing up to fucking all the uh, uh, showing up to practice late. All their fucking um, when, Her, when they have... Hammy at a at a promotional photo shoot. I mean, they, and they feel like he's gonna fall off the wagon any day now. Yep. Yep. He, yeah. I, don't, I don't blame him either. I don't blame him. Drop him. Drop, drop him or trade him. If you can get something for him, then trade him. Uh, the other injury was Marcus Mariota. Peach Oof. boy there. I, uh, to be honest, I did like Mariota this year, but not as a top 12 quarterback. Pete dropped him, picked him as a top 12 quarterback. Uh, yeah, I was looking at him as a, an a mid, mid-tier, mid-tier QB too. He's, he's always going to be an injury yes. risk. Absolutely. Yeah. He picked him at nine. It was horrendous pick. The dude, I watched him. I was in Miami when he when he played Miami. I was watching the game. It was a seven-hour fucking game. I watched it. <laughs> the dude just the dude just runs into linebackers like it's nothing. Like he doesn't he doesn't slide. He doesn't take care of himself. It was inevitable. And this news over here that I'm reading, it looks like he still isn't even able to grip the ball normally. So I would expect Blaine Gabbert to play most of that game. So, so we had some um, terrible injuries at the tight end position. We had Greg Olson go down. He's possibly down for the whole year. And then we have my boy Delaney Walker. He's done for the whole year. I have Delaney Walker. 
So that that fucking hurt me. Did, did you have any shares of uh, Greg Olson or Delaney? I didn't this year. Uh, I was a big Delaney guy last year. He was on my team last year. Um, I couldn't get Greg Olson. I wanted him because he's he gets most of the targets and out of out of Carolina. Um, yep. Nothing for Delaney this year, but it, it, he's one of my favorites. He's been you know a top six tight end in the last six years. Mm-hmm. So I mean it. I, I don't blame you for wanting to have a lot of shares of him. It's a it's a, a really a damn shame that it's a, a big injury because you know he's he's always dinged up, but it's always been something that he's he know, plays play, he plays through everything. So yes, absolutely. Hate, hate to see a guy like that guy. Get so hurt. if you're in my position, what would you have done? So I my choice was I went with that young kid. Um, I don't even know how to say his first name. John John Smith. Yeah, John Smith because everything I'm, all the reports I'm reading about him. He he was already playing uh, alongside Delaney. He's not yeah. he's not a rookie. I hate rookie tight ends. I hate, should. hate, hate yeah. rookie tight tight ends. So he's not a rookie. He's coming in, and I th- I do believe this is his second year. It I'm is, hearing yeah. nothing but good reports about this guy and the the offense that high percentage throws. They they dink and dunk all day. It's going to be Deion Lewis and it's going to be the tight end. So it doesn't matter. And this dude supposedly is some kind of big time spark athlete. Fucking hot. He scored so high on his spark score. So I'm all in on him. I, well, I took him. Coming out of me. college, they basically said he is Delaney Walker all over again. So, and that's pretty high praise. Um, yes. So they were thinking that when he, you know, I had him on my roster as an emergency backup last year for when Delaney was out a couple games. I didn't end up playing him. And it ended up being better that I didn't because he just, it, as a rookie tight end, it takes so long to get used to the NFL systems. Uh, yep. But this year, I mean, I, I think he's got good potential. My only concern with, with him this year is that, you know, even before Delaney got hurt, Corey Davis got 13 targets last week. Yep. 13. That's, that's an unreal number for a guy that, you know, really didn't do much last year. For him to get 13 and then for Deion Lewis to still be there. Yeah, there's a couple other guys that are going to fight uh, fight for targets. He will get his targets. I think Johnny Smith gets six or seven targets, and I think he probably catches five or six of them. Um, so for a tight end, you're just, if you don't have an elite one, you're looking for them to, to get a touchdown. And I think it's, it's entirely possible that he gets a touchdown on touchdown. Yep, and they're going against, uh, let's see, Houston. Go- they're going against Houston, and Rob Gronkowski went off on them last week. Yeah, so, but Rob Garkowski goes off against anybody. So I mean, yeah, he does. He does. But I have high hopes. So <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, H- Houston's off. a tough matchup. You got you know Whitney Merciless. You got Taron Matthew. I mean, you're you're looking at you're looking at good coverage guys for for people going across the middle. But yep. it just takes one for a tight end. One, so what do you so what do you think about me sticking with him and not going after let's say like a Jared Cook or um, who else would have been um, Kittle? Or um, or maybe like an Njoku. So, I think George Kittle for twenty dollars. I don't think you were. I don't think you would have been in, in the range to get near him. Um, you know, Mike Mike went all in because he lost Greg Olson. I get it. Yeah. Um, and I think George Kittle is going to be a eight to you know eight to ten target a game guy. So I I get that. Jared Cook I hate. Um, whenever he blows up, he has a dud the next week. Um, so it's just not a guy that's going to be consistent. I know that yep. the, the news out of Oakland is that they're going to be heavy on the tight end, but we've seen this with Jared Cook before. And I just, I, and, until he puts together two or three good games in a row, I'm not, not getting on board. Yep. So I, I think hundred, hundred percent agree. Jared Cook has been, all he has been is a thorn in fantasy, fantasy owners that dies, man. It's been nuts because 
people always are high on Jared Cook because he have, has the athleticism. He has these ridiculous games, and then he comes back with a string of like six or seven horrendous games. Awful. Yeah. So I'm just like, ah, I, I wanted Jared Cook because I'm. It's it's always the same thing. Maybe this year is different. Maybe this year is different. So that's why I only put. I think it was a six dollar bid. And uh, Pete outbid me, and Pete's been sending me fucking trades with Jared Cook in it, and I'm, I'm just not going to bite because I'm just going to – I think I'm going to stick with Smith and um, and not fall into this Jared Cook fucking fantasy that yeah, that this dude is going to go off. No, and I would I would rather do what you did. You you spent $0 to get Johnny Smith, and yep. you don't feel locked into him. You can go play a Ricky Seals-Jones. You can go play, you know – a Gerald, you know, a Gerald Everett or some random guy that's that you feel like has a good matchup that week, and you're not spending any dollars. I mean, absolutely. I, if you're not going to get the guy, which I think was Kittle, like if if Kittle would have been in the ten dollar range, I I say go for it. Mike just, yep. Mike took care of it. Like that that was his strategy. I get it. Yep. I, um, that was just that was that, that was a one fifth. Yeah. Of uh, just about one fifth. Yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't do that on a tight end. I don't feel like the position's that yes. valuable and that consistent. Um, you know, I, I I went out early and got Ertz. I feel like, you know, I can just sit on that guy, even if I have a bum in there week nine. Ertz is Ertz. And, yep. you know, if he gets hurt, I can, you know, try to swipe, you know, uh, go dare and and plug him in if I have to. I don't, I don't want to do that as a, as a rookie. But tight end just – it's so – inconsistent either you have the top three guys or you got you're streaming or hoping that you know your guy that does evan engram or some random other tight end you hope jimmy graham catches a touchdown it's just so inconsistent that yes i i i would go with your strategy good 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 glad to hear that because i was just i was going over all all the numbers in my head and i'm just like i got all the news about smith is just good shit. So I'm I'm all in on Jonu Smith because uh, I have I, I picked him up in a, in a lot of my leagues. So the next injury we have is Leonard Fournette, and I Oof. do believe Pete owns him. He does, as well as Pucus Mariota, and um, <laughs> Leonard Fournette is looking like he's not playing this week either. Nope. And um, guess what? I have T.J. Yeldon, so he's in line to get a favorable favorable matchup against the horrendous Patriots defense. I don't know how they they're terrible on paper. But they always seem to fucking bend but not break. So, so uh, the New England run defense yep. is the same as the Los Angeles Rams. They will let you run. They're just yep. you're just, you're not going to beat them by running. They will just let mm-hmm. they'll let you rack up yards. But when you get inside the, the five ten yard line, they will hold strong. They will you will not get goal line touchdowns. You're gonna have to have to get in from twenty yards out. Yes, you're right. Yep, absolutely. And the other injury is Aaron Rodgers and. Uh, it looks like he practiced today. Well, actually, yesterday. Yep. So he practiced on Saturday, and um, I'm not sure if he's going to play. I'm sure he's going. Well, let me rephrase. This dude popped pills. You see that interview after he popped a ton of pills. He had no pain when he came back because he talked popped all those pills. So he's probably going to pop a ton of pills again, and he's going to fucking ball out. What do you think? You think he's going to play? I think he plays. I don't think he should. I think him mm. and Devontae Adams should take the week off. Take the L, you're probably going to lose anyway. Yep, and come back healthy and and do what you do. I agree. I agree. I think, but, but he'll play. The, he'll he's play. the uh, he's one of the best plays in the league. You Absolutely. got you got to play it safe with him, just like they did with um, the. 
Uh, what other injuries am I missing here? So we have the big names. Oh, yeah. Devontae Freeman. He's Devontae out. Devontae Freeman's three out weeks. two, three weeks. Yeah. Tevin Coleman yeah. slides up into being a, a premier RB2 while, while he's out. Definitely. He has upside to be an RB1. That dude, whenever he has his chances, he fucking balls out. And I think this is this his contract year? Uh, maybe. I, I'm, I'm honestly, I. I think you might be right. He's he's looking to get a contract somewhere. You know, they they locked up Devontae, which I I don't know that I would have done that, but I, I, I get me it. Me either. Me either. So Coleman is he's ready to ball out. I I don't think he has a good matchup either, though. Uh, Carolina's that's, tough. Carolina's tough. Carolina's tough. He he's going to get his receptions though, and that's the thing. He has a high floor because he's going to get the receptions. Yep. I don't think he's going to get the rushing yards, but he's a safe start. He's a safe RB two. Yeah. Another, another guy injured out this week that I hate to see is Marquise Goodwin. Um, oh, got the, got the yes, quad, you're right. You're got the right. quad injury. Um, I, I hope it's something where it, he's just – they're being better safe than sorry. Um, we'll see if Dante Pettis and Pierre Garçon and George Kittle just make up that slack, uh, if somebody's going to slide into that deep fit role or what they're going to do. But they have a much better matchup this week. Last week against Minnesota was tough. Um, yeah, so I, we'll, I can't we'll believe Jimmy G did that horrendous. Last week, I, I was I was just I, I had high hopes for Jimmy G and he looked terrible. And awesome. I don't know if it's because yeah. Goodwin was out and he has such a rapport with Goodwin, but he he did not look good. I mean, the Minnesota defense is legit, um, but he he was not great on the road last year, um, Garoppolo. So he's six um, and zero. I, I understand that, all. but he's if you, if lost. you go back and look at the games that they won on the road and they were field goals like they were it was he was not efficient um he was a he game managed but he didn't win them the, those games he kept them in yeah the games. you're right you're right but he was that's his floor yeah when I, when I absolutely at jimmy g coming in that's his floor this game against the vikings was absolutely atrocious terrible yeah he looked awful. terrible 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 so i'm i'm afraid because i i was thinking about Trading for him. I don't know who has him, but I was thinking about trading for him and um, taking him while value is low. But then again, I'm, I kind of reeled myself in and I said, what if this is the real Jimmy G? Because we haven't seen much of him. He only has six games in his career. So what if this is Jimmy G or what if defenses now know how to play against him? And that. I mean, I don't know that you'll get him because he's Andy's QB one. That's the problem. Like, yep. So I mean, in another league, maybe, but I, I think we're still so early. There isn't, there isn't a huge need for him to move on from him. Um, and, and mm-hmm. his other, his other quarterback is Sam Bradford. So um, you're not worried about Jimmy G? It's too early. Um, you know, I I don't mm-hmm. want to judge a game on the road in Minnesota. I think it's just that's you're that's right. Not, you're I mean, right. this week he's going against the Detroit defense, who looked just awful. Awful last Oh, week. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Darius Slay is a great player. How are you going oh to let a rookie quarterback drop 50 on that you? Was, that was terrible. They look they look bad. But, hey, that looks good for Matt Stafford. I don't know who has him, but I have I have a couple shares of Matt Stafford. And um, he didn't look good last week. Stafford didn't look good that last week. But this, that, was, that ain't Stafford. That was a weird game. You could hear the Jets defensive players calling out the play before it happened. Like, it was – that was – it was something – Weird going on with what that. What the Lions? You mean the Lions, right? Yeah, you're saying Matthew Stafford. I mean, he he looked bad, but like 
Yeah, yeah. But you can, oh, you can hear the Jets. You, say, you can hear the I Jets saw... defensive players calling out screen or. Really? They, they, they knew the plays before they happened. Holy shit. I didn't know. But the, um, yeah, that, that's, the, that's what I heard. I heard that the, um, the Lions were tipping their plays. Yep. I don't know how. I have no idea how, but that's, that's what I heard. And I don't know if it's Matt Patricia, this dude, I, I don't, I, I have no idea. How? But I did see news on that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think we got most of the notable injuries. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's on concussion protocol. Sony Michelle is probably going to make his week two debut. Um, I think that's all the big names. I think that's Marlon it. Mack is probably going to make his debut. Rex Burkhead. Oh, Rex Burkhead was in the concussion. Rexiton Burkhead was in the concussion protocol, but he made the trip over to Jacksonville, so he's going to yep. be playing. He's going to jo- be playing. And Joe Mixon's out probably two weeks. Oh, that's right, because week two has already started from Thursday. Yep. Yes, and, it did. Uh, Joe Mixon is uh, going to be out. That's huge for fantasy owners because people took him a lot. Of, a lot of teams across my across all my leagues took Joe Mixon real early and I ain't mad at it. I, I'm, I was no, he, Joe Mixon he, well. he looks he looks legit if you can stay healthy. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Alright, so um so next on the agenda is week one studs and duds. So um I mean we hit on a few already. Tyreek Hill oh. went off, dropped forty points. My boy Alvin Kamara Went off. He dropped a forty piece, and then Deshaun Jackson, who we were just talking about, two TDs. Um, who else am I missing here? Uh, Mike Mike Evans had a big game. Adrian Adrian had a... Peterson had a big game, and well, I know we're going to talk about him in a bit, but I I know oh, the Colts yeah. defense is bad, but he looked good. He caught up. He, he caught did. a fifty yard pass. He did, and I have. And I have a lot to say about that man. So, next segment. Yeah. But um, yeah, he he went off. Um, who else? Oh, we the AJ Green. AJ had, Green this week had three touchdowns. This week in the first he dropped half. three touchdowns. But he looked good last it, week. He had a, he had a touchdown we, last week. It, it it was good. Yep. 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 He's been going off. He's uh, he's looking like a good pick for um for Craig. Uh, also, Ryan Fitzpatrick surprisingly went off against the Saints defense, who's who was a top five defense last year. And Ryan Fitzpatrick dropped four TDs, four hundred yards against him. I, know I have D- no idea how my DST got negative five points. I, I know all about negative it. Five. Oh, Saints are horrendous, and I'm, I am liking it because you know what, Saints defense, if they revert back to their horrendous ways, oh, that shoot, means... the shootouts. Oh, the shootouts. Fantasy points across the board. Michael Thomas, who wasn't that great last year. Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram. The Saints are going to be dropping points, so let their defense suck all day long. Fine with me. We had, we had Waco Flacco, who went off last week. Joe Mixon went off. And then James Conner, who comes in from oh. left belt and doesn't look like they line, the running backs even missed a beat. James Conner looks just as good as Lev Bell. I say let the man fucking sit out the whole season. Fuck him. James Conner looks great. What do you think about his performance? You know, I, I figured, you know, I, I thought it was because I didn't watch the game. But when I 
saw what he was doing. I was like, you know, I heard there's going to be high winds. They're not going to be passing. Antonio Brown caught a touchdown. Juju Smith-Schuster had a big game. He looked good. He did. And the problem now is, at some point, Love Bell is going to come back. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? You well, don't, yeah. if, if Connor yeah. keeps this up, you got to, what are you splitting, 60-40, 70-30? Like, yep. Love Bell's not going to be the every snap back that he was last year. Mm-mm. And so it hurts nope. both guys. And I don't even, who, who took Love Bell? Top three pick, Craig. Be. Craig. Craig took I, him. I oh. passed on him because I was, I was too nervous about that situation. I, mm-hmm. I skipped, I, I sort of reached back for, for David Johnson because I didn't like the Love Bell situation. I didn't like Ezekiel Jackson. I really should have just taken Alvin Kamara. I love Alvin Kamara. Oh, that was your boy last year. That was your boy last year. He was dirty. He was dirty. Oh, he sure was. And James Conner, not only can he run the ball, and he ran for 130 yards, two TDs, he can catch the ball too. I don't even know where this guy came from, but all I know is it looks like Peter Brusso cut his hair because it just looks atrocious. Do you see this man's hair? It's pretty terrible. It's terrible. He has some kind of thing going on. He has like a fucking, he has a buzz cut with like, Long ass hair in the back. I, I, I don't even understand it. I don't know where it came from, but it looks like it gives him speed because this man can move. He almost had 200 yards that game. John Brown, we talked about Patrick Mahomes, blew up. Drew Brees obviously blew up last week along with his boy Michael Thomas. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, he came out of nowhere with 10 receptions, 130 yards, and a TD. I was not out of nowhere, my friend. That is that is real deal. That is the real deal. He's he's been good, but I mean this performance was great, and I would expect DT to do better than him. To me, that came out of nowhere. DT is the dog over there. I thought, but it looks like Emmanuel Sanders is the new man in town. But if you think about it, Case Keenum, Diggs invite uh, on the Thielen, Vikings. Yeah. Who would you rather have Thielen. last year, Thielen or Diggs? I, I exactly I Thielen, Thielen, and that's the Thielen is guy. a dog over there, and Thielen is the is the number two receiver over there to Diggs. So it kind of makes sense because Emmanuel Sanders is the number two receiver over here for Denver. You hear me? I hear you, man. So, hey, Randall Cobb, nine receptions, 142 yards, a TD. I have him on my team. I took him late. I wish I had more shares of Cobb because I think he's the real deal this year because I think they're missing a lot of, um, targets over there. Can I give you a not so hot take? Oh, sell. Give it. Sell. Sell high. So sell why, why do you high. Say that? But we have Aaron Rodgers who's hurt. I understand that. But we have Devonte Adams who's hurt, and then we have Jimmy Graham who's who's gonna get some. Who's gonna demand some coverage over there, right? Uh, in the in the red zone only. I mean, if you if you're not if you're not hitting him in the in the face mask. He ain't catching the ball. He's terrible. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Graham? Awful. J- Jordy Nelson's gone. Jordy Targets Nelson's are available. Gone. Jimmy Graham, you still got to – Oh, you have Randall to. Randall Cobb is going to be his safety valve. Because just like you said, but Jimmy Graham is still a danger in the red zone. I understand he's that. Still, he's how, still a danger in the red how zone. How many times has Randall, Randall Cobb, Cobb is going to get the, all these catches? How many PPR times beast. has he played 16 games? Woo! Injury history. That is a question mark. That is a definite question mark. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a dog. Give me Geronimo Allison at half the price. Oh. 
Just saying his name makes me sick. That dude's horrendous. Randall Cobb, put it on the board. You, hey, put it on the board. You want to say? Do you want to say? You want to say Geronimo Allison has more points than Cobb? No, I don't. I, oh, I don't. I thought I'm you were not, ready to put it yet. on the board. I'm not there yet. But at half, you're not there at yet. At half the Come price, on. I would rather a real man will put it on the board. I'm not a real man in this situation. <laughs> I will readily say. This this is Demonte Adams that year that he had the dud year, when he when he yep. showed promise. This is that year for Geronimo Allison, and then the next year. Who's your wide receiver three? That's what I want to ask you. Who who is the wide receiver three? No, who is your wide receiver three Co- on your team? Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Do you think Cooper Cup will have more points than Randall Cobb? Yes. Put it on the board. Okay. We'll put it on the board. A shot in a beer that Randall Cobb has more points than Cooper. Cup. Cooperson Cup. Randall Cobb does not score touchdowns unless he runs it in from 40 yards. All right. We'll put it on the board. Remember that as soon as this podcast is done, we're going to put it on the board. I like it. And Randall Cobb is going to have more points. Shot, than shot in a beer, my Mark friend. Mark my word. Oh, and next, and the very last, the very last guy on our list for, for uh, we're, we're, we're almost at the 30 minute mark. Julio Jones, who had 19 targets, 10 receptions, 169 yards. Of course, no team history this man is a complete physical cannot score a touchdown i don't know fucking why i think it's that offensive coordinator over there coordinate over there i think is uh starkeesian is that his name steve sarkeesian is as steve a matt sarkeesian ryan owner, is, is the bane horrendous. of my existence but matt matt He's ryan's arm strength looked awful just <sighs> awful in that game so yep. i'm very I've concerned watched i watched that game in miami and Matt Ryan did not look great, but I think I honestly, I'm not too worried about it. I really am. I'm, he has weapons upon weapons, and I think it's just early in the season. I, I think that arm strength is just going to come back. It's going to take a few games. I don't think he played that much in the preseason. No, he didn't play at all. It's it's gonna it's gonna take him it's gonna take him a couple of games. I won't be too worried about Matt Ryan and uh, Julio Jones. I'm hoping. He regresses to the mean and drops some TDs because he he's to. supposed to. He has to. He has to. So that's everybody for the studs and duds. And then this next segment, we're moving on to the new segment, which is called Wise Guys Wins. Here's a little clip. Yeah, but Sweetie, why don't you go fuck yourself, Tommy? What I just heard. Hey, it's Fred, hey. Hey, this is Field. Got a boy. He's got a lot of fucking balls. Good for you. Don't take no shit off nobody. He shoots him in the face. He's going to go fuck himself. <laughs> 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 you let this fucking punk get away with that? You let this fucking punk get away with that? What's the world coming to? You don't fuck with the wise guys. Here's the wise guys segment. And these wise guys are guys that you want on your team. And first, we're going to start off with Rexington Burkhead. Kevin, what do you think about Rexington Burkhead? Maybe my RB3. I, I, can't, really? I can't trust him in my starting lineup. Um, what? You know, it... Oh, God. Uh, I think he's a great talent. As, as the guy that had him at, at the end of the season when he was... Going off for the Bengals when he was when he got the starting job uh, due to injuries, he yep. he's a talented player. I I've never felt good about having a Patriots running back in my starting lineup. See, here's the thing, and I felt the same way, Kevin. 
I really did. But if you just look at the last few years, their running backs go off. I mean, if you go back to LeGarrette Blunt, 20 TDs is Drew Drop. Last year, we're talking about Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead for a stretch of six weeks. They both of them were in the top. They were both top 12 running backs for a six week stretch every single week. So I am siding with Rex Burkhead as a wise guy. And here's why he didn't do well last week. We know that. But look at it. Jeremy Hill is on the IR. Rex Burkhead got 18 rushes. 18. So he's the man over there. I don't give a shit if you're running the ball for the Patriots. If you're getting 18 rushes, I want you on my team because I am high on the Patriots running back now because back in the day, I really wasn't. I was thinking the same way as you. I don't want anything to do with the Patriots running backs. But I have changed my mind. I want Rex Burkhead, and I want all the shares of Rex Burkhead. 18 rushes. He's going to drop TDs. I know it. And the only question mark is his health. Fuck it. Fuck his health. He's better stays health. stay healthy. I want on my team. He's a wise guy. Next on the list is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Here, here's the thing with Patrick Mahomes. This dude sounds like Grover from Sesame Street. Have you ever heard this dude in an interview? I've never heard him talk. Listen to this. What was the first thing that went through your mind when you heard that the team had agreed to trade Alex Smith to Washington? Yeah, I mean, me, I, I was at my little brother's basketball game, and I saw the stuff posted all over social media and got all the calls and texts. Uh, but I was just really – all I'm focused on now is just – This man sounds like Grover from Sesame Street. That's horrendous. <laughs> but, so the only question with Patrick Mahomes, he, he, he stars in a, in a children's show, but can this man – can he lead men? Can Patrick Mahomes – lead men that is the question and i think he can what do you think i i think he can lead him with with downfield passes and that's all that matters <laughs> yes absolutely i think i don't think i think last week was a not was his was legit his potential i don't think he's gonna be doing that every week i really don't but he can run the ball so his floor is high he's gonna have bad games i know that he's gonna throw three Four picks in a game. I know it's going to be coming, but his floor is going to be high because he can run the ball, and that's going to offset some of those picks. But his potential, he's going to have some games just like he did last week. He's going to blow up. Him and Tyreek Hill have a connection like no other. Tyreek Hill has speed like no other. This dude has arm strength like no other. Patrick Mahomes is a steal where I took him. He is a fucking wise guy. What do you think? 100%. Um Oh, you agree with that? I think he's the best QB2 in the league. And I, if I was in a one QB league, I wouldn't, I would not hesitate to put him in my lineup every week. Um, Absolutely. My, my concern, as always, with a rushing qu- quarterback, I mean, the RG3s, the Marcus Mariottas, is, yep. is injuries. But the, yes. the arm strength, the willingness to throw the ball down the field, I, you know, and, and the ability to scramble and to run for, you know, 20, 30 yards at a whack. From a fantasy quarterback perspective, give him to me every day. His defense yes. is terrible. They will be in shootouts. And last week was Absolutely. against a, and that's what a I pretty love. good and that's San Diego Chargers about. defense, mind you. They didn't have that's Bosa. No Joey Bosa. But, no Joey but, Bosa. So the pass rush wasn't great, but their secondary is still good. 
and yes. he he did well. He was, he put the he ball did. where he needed to, and they schemed to get to get dump off passes or you know the old jet sweep Tom Brady to Brandon Cooks one inch pass. It works, and it scores points. Absolutely, so that's all it all that matters. Absolutely. So he is a definite wise guy, Demarius Thomas. What do you think about Demarius? Be a wise guy. Do you want him on your team? Uh, as my wide receiver two, yes. My As a low okay. two, high three, absolutely. Don't put him anywhere near the top of my lineup. Um, I think there's going to be some weeks where he gets four points for you, and there's going to be some yep. weeks where he puts up 27. But yep. um, I think – with the quarterback talent upgrade in Case Keenum, I can't believe I'm saying Case Keenum is an upgrade on anybody, but the, their bro- <laughs> their quarterback situation was so bad last year that mm-hmm. they're going to do well. Um, my problem is that I think the Den- Denver defense is going to be good enough that they're not going to be in a lot of shootouts. I think they'll be in a lot of low-scoring games, and I don't think the game script will allow him to have as many as many catches as yep. as you'd like to see from a guy that's – you know, you want to stick in your lineup every week. I, I and we're going to talk about it in a minute. I'd rather have Emmanuel Sanders, uh, but yes. I I think he's still a solid contributor in fantasy. Yes, and th- and that's why I don't think Demarius and I was honestly I was high on DT going into the season, and I hate I hate 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 to go by one week in NFL football because that's just that's just a recipe for failure, but. In this case, and with Case Keenum's history, I, I am throwing DT in with the fishes. He is not a wise guy to me. I don't want anything to do. He will have some big weeks. But I think he's just going to be a thorn in my side for the most of the season. He is not a wise guy to me. Feed him to the fishes. Hard to blame Next. you. Next is Adrian Peterson, and you were talking about him earlier. Oh my God. He blew up last week. Is he a wise guy to you? What do you think about Adrian Peterson? No. Oh my God. Like he's going to have another good game this week. Yep. Um, you know the Cardinals' defense last week was terrible. You can throw out the stupid revenge game thing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they, they schemed him the ball. I think he's still the same. Like. He still has those same limitations he did when he was a good running back. He has hands like feet. I can't believe he caught that catch last week. <laughs> but uh, and and he can dive forward. He still he still has good vision. He knows what he's mm-hmm. doing. But he's just a lot slower than he used to be. And he can't break as many tackles. Last year, if my memory serves me right, last year I feel like when he was traded from the Saints. Where did he go to from the Saints again? Arizona. Arizona. When he went to Arizona last year, his first two to three games were huge. Like, I feel like he, if my memory serves me right, I feel like he ran for like 150 yards the first game and had very good games the next two games and then fell off a cliff. Yep. I feel like this is what he's going to do this year. Everybody is jumping on Adrian Peterson. He's not a wise guy to me. I feel like he's going to have another big week. Ship him. Feed him to the fishes. I'd feed him. I'd feed, I'd trade him this week, where you yes. know he's going to have a good game. Let them get one good game in, mm-hmm. so you get some value back. But by God, get him, get him off your roster as soon as you can. Absolutely, I feel bad for the Redskins because they're going to have a tough time. It it was just a fucking gut punch 
when they lost Geis in the preseason. Complete gut punch. So let's see. Next on our list is, ooh, DT's little buddy over there, Emmanuel Sanders. I think both of us pretty much think that he is a complete wise guy. Is that? Am I wrong? Give me, give me the, this year's Adam Thielen any day of the week. Yes, I, I just think he's he's always been a good player, whether it's with the Steelers or the Broncos. Mm-hmm. He's he's got good hands. He's got good vision. He's had a few health scares the last year or two. You know that that scares me a little bit. But yep, as far as talent and and targets, he's gonna get them. So that's that's all I care about. You get him a target, he'll probably catch it. If he can stay healthy, I think he's. You know, a good, uh, you know, a low two, a high three. Yes, I agree. Emmanuel Sanders is a wise guy. And I just, I just got to say something. Emmanuel Sanders, I do believe, was drafted by the Steelers, right? Yep. Where do the Steelers find all these wide receivers from? Antonio Brown, Santonio Holmes, Emmanuel Sanders, Juju Smith Schuster. And now they're talking, everybody is raving about this dude, James Washington. I mean, there's not enough targets over there in, uh, for, on the Steelers, but this dude, James Washington, and it looks like he's the future. They, they, they evaluate talent well. They draft well. I, you mm-hmm. know, I've never been a big fan of them as far, from a football fan standpoint, but for, as far as producing fantasy-relevant players, they know what they're doing. Absolutely. They sure do. They know what they are doing. Okay, next on the list is uh, LaShawn McCoy, the dude next. that high as hits, hits next. That's next. for sure. This dude is not a wise guy. We need to feed him to the fishes. He is absolutely uh, – no, LaShawn – let me just make myself clear, though. LaShawn McCoy is a great talent. He is 100%. a great talent. But the Buffalo Bills just might be worse than the Browns last year, and the Browns did not win a game. They're I don't bad. remember. Do, do do you think do they might be the worst team in the history of the NFL? That's a stretch, but they are bad. They, no, I, I think I, I think honestly, maybe they escape with two wins a season. I don't think they go. I don't think they go winless. Um, do you want to put yeah. it on the board? They won't win a game. You want to put yeah, that I'll, on the board? Yeah, I'll put that on the board. I mean, the problem is you'll get you'll get these West Coast teams. The they're gonna fly into Buffalo in the winter time. They're gonna win some some awful slugfest. But they, they they'll they'll get two wins. They won't. We're gonna put it on the board. Remember this one along with the other one. I already I'm drinking Dewars. I already forgot what the other bet was. <laughs> the uh, other was, one. I think it was Cooper Cup versus Randall Cobb. That's right. right. All right. We're gonna we got two that we put it on the board, and uh, yeah. So this dude Lashawn McCoy is just on a horrendous team. Waste he's not have any. It is wasted talent, and he's and he's pretty much he's late in his career. I think he's 29. He's, but, yeah, he's, he'll, he'll, turn, he'll turn 30 this year. He'll, he'll turn 30 this year. 30 is when these running backs just fall off a cliff. He's going to have trouble. And plus, he has personal trouble going on with the court system. Yeah. That isn't going to help you on the field. This dude is not a wise guy. Feed him to the fishes. The next player we have is Tyler Eifert. So he is a curious case here Ooh. because... Tyler Eifert has high, high, high touchdown, touchdown um, upside. What do you think about Tyler Eifert? Oh God, um, he's Antonio Gates this year, same player. Um, problem with, say pro- what? 
problem with Tyler Eifert, I, I I watched all the Thursday the Thursday night game. Yes, they were he's not on the field. He's not on the field. They were they were running two tight end sets, mm-hmm. and he wasn't one of them. Nope, that's not good. It's not good because I think I th- I, I I think I've seen a crazy statistic. I think he's missed. I'm not sure if it was him or another player, but it was something like he missed 20 games out of 30. Yeah. It's bad. That's how often this dude is injured. It's crazy. He's injured all the time. I have no idea why. Remember when they said he was the new Rob Gronkowski? Yeah, exactly. He has all the talent in the world. Oh, absolutely. 100%. All the talent in the world. But because of his injury history, because that, I don't know if it's just because of the beginning of the season. So they're taking it slow with him and then uh, make sure to make sure he's healthy. Whatever the reason is, I don't like his playing time. I don't like his injury history. We're going to feed him to the fishes. 100%. Feed him to the fucking fishes. Next on the list is Dalvin Cook, which I have one share of. Not in this league, but I have one share of him in another league. What do you think about Dalvin Cook? Dalvin Cook is another one with injury history. Yeah, he's an unbelievable talent. Um, I want to see it. I want to get two, three games in before I really evaluate how much they really trust him in in the goal line area. I yep. feel like he's going to get vultured quite a bit. Um, but it, as far as a, a three down back, he's the guy. He can catch the ball. Mm-hmm. He, he can run between the tackles. Legit talent. Um, I wish I wish I could have him on every team. I don't have him on any teams, unfortunately. I just missed out on him because of where I drafted. Um, yep. But uh, definite. Definite high talent, one of them on my team. So he's a wise guy. 100%. I agree. He's a wise guy. This dude is talented. I am super high on Delvin Cook. Their defense is ridiculous over there in Viking land. Their offense is ridiculous with Kirk Cousins. They're going to be scoring touchdowns. They're going to be up late. They're going to be running the ball. Delvin Cook is going to drop points this, this year. And I'm willing, I am willing to fucking keep this dude and risk the injury history that he has. And I am super high on him. He's a wise guy. I will say this about Dalvin Cook, and I'm, I'm not one of these guys, but handcuff him if you can. That's true. Lat Murray, they said that Lat Murray looked good in training camp, and he looked good in preseason. Like, he, he slimmed down. He looked powerful. He scores Everybody touchdowns. Was raving about Lat All Murray. Lat Murray has ever done in his career is score touchdowns. Yes, he can score touchdowns. He's an upright runner. He's tall. He can score touchdowns. But I don't think there's that much opportunities no, with no, him no. there. But if you have Stash Dalvin, him yes, on the end of my bench. You know, he might, yes. be a, might be a trade for the Dalvin Cook owner later on. Mm-hmm. But he, he may, late in the season, get you know, two or three games where he's the guy. It might be in the, yes. and it might be in the fantasy playoffs. Yes. And I was afraid because – we're talking up Lat Murray, and I was afraid that he's going to cut into um, Dalvin Cook's uh, playing time, but it didn't look like no, that. No, I, I think Cook you'll see a... 80 85 percent, you know, snap share for that's for what it's Dalvin looking Cook, like. So. Th- that's that's what it look that's what it's looking like. He had 80 percent of week one snaps, it's looking like it's going to continue with that, maybe even more. But I was afraid in the beginning of the season. And uh, it's, it looks like Dalvin is going to keep playing. He's going to play a lot. He's going to have a lot of opportunities. And he's going to be an RB1 for the rest of the way. Next on our list 
is Marvin Jones. What do you think about Marvin Jones? Detroit Lions did not look mm. good on Monday night. I, I, what do you think about Marvin Jones? I will say Golden Tate and Kenny Galladay both had good games. Oh, they sure did. Marvin they Jones sure dropped three of his four targets. And, he did. And they were they were red zone they were all red zone targets. But he he's a under he usually doesn't do this. Week one, just like I said, it's like a preseason game for a lot of teams. But he's He's an under under the radar wide receiver. He drops points. He drops points. So you so you're worried about week one. Uh, you know, last year Kenny Galladay scored two touchdowns week one. This year he scored one, but he had a lot more targets and catches. Last year it was just two deep bombs. Yes. But this year I'm very worried that you know, if I'm Matthew Stafford, I'd rather throw the ball up to Kenny Galladay than to hope mm-hmm. I can fit it into the hands of Marvin Jones. Yep. So I'm, ju- I'm just concerned about target share with Marvin Jones. I think he's – last year he flirted with wide receiver one status for a lot of the yes, games. he did. I, I think he's a three at best this year. So on the Vikings – I mean, on, on the Lions, what w- how would you rank him as far as um, fantasy points? Who's going to drop the most fantasy points on the Lions as far as wide receivers? <sighs> um. Assuming everyone stays healthy. Gold, yes, everyone gold, stays Golden healthy. Tate won, obviously. Yep. Um, just strictly in PPR. Um, yep. I, I think Galladay's going to pass him. I don't think it's going to be by, by much. I think they'll be pretty in, – in the same range, I think they'll probably be both 20 to – you know, tw- wide receiver 20 to 30. I 100% agree with you. 100%. I think Galladay passes him this year. Unfortunately, because I, I like Marvin. Yeah. Jones. Hell but of I think Galladay, the, I think the Lions are very, very high on Galladay. And I think that, that's why they were forcing the ball on Monday. I think Galladay passes him. He's a better, he's faster. He's, I, uh, he's not a better route runner. No. Because he, he's not at that point in his career. But he is a beast at big plays. And I think that's why they want him ahead of Marvin Jones. They have him. Curiously enough, ahead of Golden Tate on um, two wide receiver sets, they have Galladay and Marvin Jones starting two wide receiver sets. But they mostly play three wide receiver sets. Yeah. sets so it they, doesn't matter. They don't even have a matter. tight end on the roster. I mean, this, <laughs> yes. They're always Exactly. They're always Ebron's gone. They don't. They don't. Yeah. So Galladay is going to play as a tight end with his height and his speed. Yep. And I think he's going to get a lot of touchdowns. He's going to get a lot of targets. It's going to be Golden Tate one, Galladay two, and. I'm going to feed Marvin Jones to the fishes. I would like to see them use Marvin Jones in more creative ways than they've been using him. They're using him as a standard route tree sort of guy. You can remember mm-hmm. three years ago in, in Cincinnati, he was their gadget guy. He was the guy they were having to do the weird wacky yeah. shit. He, you know, he's, he, yeah. was th- he was throwing the ball. He was, you know, doing, you know, goal line drags. He was doing mm-hmm. non-standard wide receiver two stuff. I, I think if they, start to use him a little bit more creatively. I think you'll find a lot more opportunities for him. I just and they haven't shown they just that. Won't. Yeah. Yep. And they won't. And they won't. Just because I think they're just in love with Galladay. Yeah. They're in love with him. I hope dude. so. He's on my roster. So yeah. oh you have him? I have Kenny Galladay. I have a couple of shares of him. I was high on Galladay too. So let's see. Next on our list is Ooh, Aaron Jones, who mm. has I do believe one more week to yep. serve his suspension. He comes back the third week. What do you think about Aaron Jones? He hasn't played a snap. Hasn't played a snap yet. They love him. 
I think he's the most versatile running back they have on their team. I think he's got Absolutely. the best attributes of both of both of the other guys. Um, you know, he got suspended for a reason. Um, he has shown that he cannot stay healthy for multiple weeks at a time. Yeah, right. Um, and I, I, I do think he gets an opportunity early in the season because Jamal Williams, because of the game script, he, he didn't do much last week. week. And then this week they're going against Minnesota with potentially, yeah. you know, Deshaun Kaiser in a quarterback. So he might get less than ten yards rushing. Oh yeah. He, I think he'll catch he the ball a few times. I think he'll be a safety valve, but. Yeah, I, I think Jamal Williams doesn't put up a big enough performance to shore up that position and they get yeah. Aaron Jones a chance. And if Aaron Jones gets a chance, he has every capability of winning the job. So do, do you want him on your team? I want him and Jamal Williams on my team. I, really? I would, I, I would, well, because I want, I want the Green Bay running back to mean by running back three or running back four. I'd, Green Bay running backs haven't done anything. In the last few years, nothing. I can't even name one Green Bay running back that's been an RB one, maybe an RB two. Can you? I mean, Eddie Lacy in his first couple of seasons, but um, it's been a while. It, it's uh, but Eddie Lacy. That just saying his name makes I know, me want to puke. I know, but Ugh, didn't even have. You know, I don't think he had a thousand yard season, did he? But uh, I don't think uh, he, he might have dropped. He dropped but, touchdowns. He caught the ball. You know. James, all I have is bad memories of Eddie Lacy. But James, even James right Starks now. was a plug and play guy. He wasn't a guy you're going to start every week, but in a good matchup, he could cover no. a bye week. Or, you know, it, they have the the opportunity if it's a guy that can catch passes, and the yep. game script is right. There's an opportunities for him to, to plug him into your lineup. He's definitely not an mm-hmm. every week starter. Um, so that's why I like having Green Bay running back. I'll just say generically, uh, I don't yep. want I don't want time on anywhere near my team now that he's. Exclusively a third down, third down. Exactly. Back. I don't. I don't want him on my team. I don't want Jamal Williams. Absolutely, I don't want Jamal Williams on my team. I don't. If Jamal Williams is on any of my teams, I'm going to quit fantasy football. <laughs> he is absolutely horrendous. Yeah. Aaron Jones. He he is walking the line. Yeah. He is another spark athlete. He has tremendous talent. He has speed. He has big play potential in a. Big play offense. That's why I am curious about what Aaron Jones can do. And I'm going to say Aaron. I'm going to say Aaron Jones is a wise guy only because of the potential. I know Green Bay running backs don't have a great history, but I do want a share of Aaron Jones. I think he does have big play potential. I agree with you. I do want him, but I don't agree with the Jamal Williams. I think he's horrendous. I don't want anything to do with Jamal Williams. I want you to go back just after this podcast is over. Go back and look at at week to week Jamal Williams with, um, you know, I can't remember that awful quarterback that was playing at the end of the season, but he's catching seven, eight passes a game. Yeah, he can um, catch the ball. That's surprising. He can catch yeah, the ball. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to be able they to. Want- if Aaron Jones is on the field, they're going to want to pass the ball to him because this dude has moves. He's got the juice. Yeah, he's got. They're not going to pass the ball to Jamal Williams. I'm telling you that right I now. I don't think so either. Unless unless Jones is hurt, I don't think he's. Yeah. I don't think it's, he's it's, it, if Jamal Williams had like weak opponents in the first two weeks, yeah, then maybe he would have got more playing time. But <laughs> he did horrendous last week, and he has the Vikings this week. This dude is. We're going to feed him to the fishes. 
Oh, at least I'm going to feed them to the fishes. Next on our list is... Ooh. Oh, we already talked about him. Pucus Mariota. We're, we pretty much already covered him. That dude's absolutely horrendous. He's not a QB1. Let, let me summon a guy him. I, I want to I hear your opinion on. Because we already talked about Mariota. Yeah. Talk, well, talk... Pucus Mariota, I liked him. Like we were Oof. saying in the beginning, I did like him. Because I was high on Delaney Walker. I liked him as a mid-range QB2. Not as a QB1 like he was drafted in this league. No. But with his injury, with the new coaching staff over there, it sounds with them coming out and saying that they're going to start two QBs, Blaine Gabbert and Mark Pucas Mariota, that scares me. That's awful. Big time. Especially when you're into a QB league, you need QBs that are going to be solid, reliable. I want nothing to do with Pucas Mariota. Feed them to the fishes. Okay. You don't have to give me a long why. What do you think about Alex Smith? Ooh, Alex Smith? I like him as a QB2. Okay. A solid, reliable QB2. He's not going to have big games. He's not going to have terrible games. He's a solid QB2. He really walking the line of a wise guy to me. I think he's the perfect QB2. Uh, he, is, he, 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 he really is. He is the perfect QB2. He's not going to make he's mistakes. Reliable. He's going to get you enough rushing yards to have a decent floor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, And I, I think they have a decent enough off- offensive line. I wish they had... A better wide receiver one. I wish they had a better running back um, to keep him, you know, protected and give him more opportunities. Yep. But I think, I, I think if you gave him to me as a QB two, I'd take him all day. Yes, yes, I agree. He is a wise guy. He has to be a wise guy. He's walking the line because I like the I like players who can drop big points. He's not going to drop big points. Not in that offense. Not with that arm strength. But he's reliable. You plug him in. And you forget about it. He's a QB two, a solid one. Last on our list is Randall Cobb, and we pre- we pretty much covered him. Yeah. Earlier, right? We did. Yeah. We did. We covered we covered him in whole. I'm high on Randall Cobb. I think he's a wise guy. We already put him on the board. You think Cooper Cup's going to drop more points because you think Randall Cobb's going to get injured? I don't think so. I think he's going to drop big points. So we we really got to end this podcast. We do. We're, we're, we do. We're going on an hour. But, hey, Kevin, I had fun. This was a great time, great podcast. I can't wait to send this out to everybody. I think everybody's going to love it. It ran a little bit longer. Next week when we do this, we got to drop it. we got to we'll drop t- it we'll down t- to 30 minutes. We'll tighten it minutes. up, yeah. We'll tighten it up. Yeah, we got to drop it down to 30 minutes. But, hey, Kev, take care, brother man. Everybody else over in the league that listened to this podcast, take care. Have a great one. See you later. Good luck, everybody. Absolutely.